For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour of Clay and Buck begins right now, everybody. Thank you for being with us. Um, and I wanted to tell you, if you're listening to us on one of our phenomenal affiliate stations all across the country, uh, please also join us on the Clay and Buck podcast feed. Uh, we are putting deep dive interviews in there. Uh, Winners and Losers, a podcast that Clay does uh, that you will very much enjoy, goes into that feed. I'm doing... Uh, Buck Sexton Show, Deep Dives, uh, with a whole range of folks. Uh, David Marcus, Carol Markowitz, uh, talked to Chef Andrew Gruel. That was really fun, uh, learning about some of his cooking tips and also running a restaurant business as a conservative in America today. But you won't see any of that. It's, none of that's on the radio show. That's only going to be in the Clay and Buck feed. So the iHeart app, a great place to subscribe, or the Apple podcast store, uh, go subscribe to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show feed. Now, um, we had some interesting, uh, reactions that I want, you know, so we've reacted. Clay and I started off the show talking about what we thought of from Biden's speech and something that, I, that I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying it because I think it's so important to, to learn lessons. And yeah, Biden is decrepit and too old and unimpressive and lies and the Hunter Biden thing and all this. And, and inflation was very high, supply chain issues. Somehow the Democrats managed to stave off a red wave. We've talked about why, but in 2022, 2024, we are running again. First of all, Biden's speech, I think last night at the State of the Union makes it clear that he is going to be the Democrat nominee. Uh, there's no smooth way for them to move him aside. So barring some kind of major, um, health issue, he's going to be the one. I'm sorry. Wins and losses podcast. Pardon me, Clay. Uh, wins and losses. Winners and losers is the famous bar in Nashville. To be fair, right? So, yes, uh, yes. yeah, it, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be winners and losers. Great bars in Nashville, uh, in Midtown. Um, but yes, there there is a lot of great, unique, original content um, on the Clay and Buck podcast feed that tens of millions of you are downloading uh, every single month. Certainly throughout the year, go subscribe. Make sure you don't miss anything. And. We uh, we also are going to start doing some appearances on some of our favorite people's podcasts in 2023. Uh, we'll try to try to get there even in person. That's always fun. So that all said, 
Biden last night um, had his usual, you know, amen corner, the people who support him and everything else afterwards. But this one, I couldn't I just couldn't believe this. You know, Rachel Maddow, the $30 million MSNBC host, 30 million a year, one day a week for her show now, Bucks. I think she's only on Monday, usually. Um, you know, cause she fights really hard for the middle class, guys. That's what it's all about. She really, she fights for the middle class while she flies private everywhere. Anyway, uh, sure she does. But here she is complaining. You know what? I just want you to hear it. Play, here, play 10. A thousand people in that room. I have to say, I know this is wrong, but it does give me the oogs a little bit to see the average age in that room and then to see precisely one mask yeah. in the entire room. I mean, like, I realize that we're in a different position with the COVID pandemic, but these are a lot of very important, very powerful, for the most part, very old people. <laughs> and there's a thousand of them in the room and they're going to be in there screaming together for several hours. And B- Bernie Sanders is the only mask that I've seen. So Bernie looked ridiculous in his mask. And he's definitely going after the far left wing. This is, this is to me though, troubling. And, and let me explain why, Buck. We were earlier making fun of AOC and certainly we go after the people on the view. Whatever you think of Rachel Maddow, she's very intelligent, right? Now we may disagree on politics. I think she was among the worst on Russia collusion, everything else. Buck, do you think that she just doesn't know any of the studies on masks? Is she willfully ignoring all of it? Cause she's smart enough to know that masks are worthless, right? Like, there are some people out there, like, Joy Behar's too dumb to be able to understand that masks are worthless. Like, she's not intelligent enough to even do the research. Rachel Maddow is. So, what is going on here that, of all the things you could react to on the State of the Union, she's upset that only Bernie Sanders is in a mask? I think this is interesting, actually, because in the last hour, we we I mentioned and we were talking about how there are some people on the left who I just assume that their followers are not very bright. Um, yeah, that's not true. Of course, everyone's going to have some smart people who like them for whatever reason. But generally speaking, there's a difference in in the uh, cognitive abilities of different audiences out there on the left. Rachel Maddow, you're going to have some of the highest IQ leftists you'll find are going to be a road scholar. I think, right? Like, she's legitimately yeah, a smart person. Yes, yeah, okay. she is. I the road scholar thing is, I you know, get it. I've like, known it's, plenty it's of road scholars, thing, but. My point on this is she's way too smart to have watched the State of the Union and say, oh, there's not enough masks. So, right. But so this is where I think you, you get a reminder and her audience is going to be more the, uh, more the, you know, high IQ libs. Um, and look, they're, they're playing, you know, it's an equal distribution on left and right when you look at the IQ averages. So that's just going to be the reality. Um, but she and I think so many others, Clay, are examples of Fauciism as a religious belief, which is why yeah. the facts are impenetrable. It actually became masking became a faith based tradition for libs. And that's why it is still unshakable for some of them, because well, what do you mean? This is what the good people do. And nothing will penetrate that. There's no way to get them to see it otherwise, because remember, to walk away from that would be to admit that they were fooled and not as smart as they thought they were, which is the that is a. a this is why it's unfalsifiable. For and them. all unfalsifiable. of the people that they hated and made fun of were actually were right. smarter and more uh, intelligent in the way they responded. Yeah. I mean, in their minds, you have to remember the the MAGA hat wearing pickup truck driving, you know, uh, uh, you know, redneck who was like, I don't think masks work. They were right. 
Yes. <laughs> okay, so they were right. They figured it out. They were correct. And in the leftist mind, that's impossible. How could they have known and we didn't know? That's the part of it that doesn't make any sense. And and I and I guess when I when I see that Rachel Maddow reaction, you saw Bernie. I saw it's hilarious it and I that thought, Bernie's wearing a mask. It's hilarious. Uh, Come on. I mean, his hair is going every which direction. He is again smart guy. I think Bernie Sanders is smart. I think he is a committed, you know, communist basically. And uh, and Clay, it was he honeymoon had that on. He honeymooned <laughs> yes. in the Soviet Union. That is true, everybody. That is not a joke, although it is a joke just by nature of it being true. Honeymooned in the Soviet Union. How many people do you think, without connections to Russia, what do you think? Well, you can't get there now, obviously, because of the war with Ukraine. But you're going on your honeymoon tomorrow. If you had said to Carrie, hey, you know, some people want to go to South Pacific. Some people want to go to the beach. Some people, I want to go to Russia in for our honeymoon. Like but it pretend wasn't that even Ukraine Russia. hadn't happened. Yeah. It was the Soviet Union. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. I mean, at least Russia now you can get a fancy tracksuit and some gold chains and some Chanel bags and whatever, right? But you used to before all the brands left. But you you that's got true. you got to not only did he go there, Buck, he traveled around and gave speeches about how the Soviet Union was superior to the United States, and they used those speeches as evidence of propaganda in their country for why the West and the United States in particular was going to lose the Cold War. And now he is the lion of the left on uh, on these issues. And by the way, uh, over at CNN, so Rachel Maddow noticed, uh, it said the ma- only one mask on Bernie Sanders at this point. I, it's like I said, it's unfalsifiable. It doesn't even matter. They don't, it doesn't matter. I actually think we're at a point now where even Fauci could say the mask doesn't really work. And there would still be people who are like, well, they're making Fauci say that. Yes. It, it's become like the conspiratorial mind that refuses to accept new facts or new data. Um, Wolf Blitzer, though, who's, you know, he's been in the game a long time. This guy, guy's got to be in his 60s or 70s now, right? Um, he's been there forever. He, he's He is the, you know, the immovable guy at CNN. He's been there, I think, almost from day one, if not close to it. Here he is saying that in his, in 36 years... In the U.S. Senate and now his time as president, that this was Biden's best speech. Play 15. I've heard President Biden going back to his 36 years in the U.S. Senate deliver a lot of speeches over the years. I've covered him for many, many years. I've gotten to know him a bit. I think this was the best speech I have ever heard him deliver. He was passionate. It was extremely well written. He clearly had practiced it and he, he, he delivered a powerful message to the American people. Look. I, I I think that Biden has always been a mediocrity. I think he's been saying the same things. His whole, you know, oh, middle class, we're going to jobs, middle class, aspirational, middle class. You know, it's all the same thing from him. Always has been this pretense that he is a he is a great champion of the working folks. Got to cut off the got to, you know, got to be apostrophe working folks. Um, and that's been his shtick for longer than I've been alive. I mean, you know, you've been around longer, so you could weigh in on that. But that's been his shtick for the whole time. And I just am here to remind everybody, unfortunately, it is effective. There are a lot of low-information voters who think that Joe Biden really cares about them just because he talks about middle class and finishing the job and all that stuff. I think two things. One, to Wolf Blitzer's points, the standard for Joe Biden is so low now. That if he doesn't collapse while speaking, 
and he doesn't get lost. I mean, he slurred throughout this entire speech. He regularly put together phrases that made no sense. The standard for what is good for him, even what is acceptable for him, is so low that it's almost impossible not to exceed it. This is important because that is going to help him in the 2024 campaign, in the debates, the standard for what Joe Biden is going to have to accomplish in the presidential debates on the campaign trail is basically going to be don't fall down climbing up and down the stairs and just be a little bit better than John Fetterman's disastrous performance. That's one. Two, I jotted this down while he was speaking, Buck, and I haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm glad you brought it up. How weird is it that Joe Biden still tells stories about when he was a kid sitting around the kitchen table when he's going on 90 now? Like, at some point in an effort to connect with the larger American public, whatever conversations Joe Biden had with his mom and dad in 1930 don't really matter that much, or 1940 or whatever the heck year it was, 1945, don't really matter very much in 2020. Right, It makes me think this guy is so old every time he says, you know, we used to sit around the kitchen table. Joe Biden has no idea what modern American life is like. And I feel like there have to be many people out there listening when he tells stories about his childhood that think to themselves, my goodness, it just reinforces how old that he is, that he's talking about things that were going on legitimately in the 1940s and the early 1950s, as if it's evidence of what is going on today in 2023. And and yet, I I just think we all need to be prepared for Joe Biden, as absurd as it is, is going to be a difficult incumbent president to beat. A lot of people, a lot of people won't say that to you right now. A lot of people out there are going to say, "Oh yeah, we, we got him. We got him right where we want him." I learn lessons from what we see and from history and what we saw in the 2022 election. You are not running for any, whether it's Trump or DeSantis or whomever. They are not running against Joe Biden. They are running against the Democrat apparatus. Yep. And it has more money than we do. And it lies all the time. And it is ruthless. And he is the sitting president. So there's the incumbency advantage to top all of that off. So we have our work cut out for, look, I think we can obviously win. I think Biden's beatable. I'm just saying... You know, and this, oh, yeah, he's so, you know, he's such a clown. He's such an idiot. Yeah, that's true. So we'll say it. But we have no illusions here that it's not going to be easy to beat this guy running, whether it's Trump or DeSantis. It's not going to be, you know, people say, oh, but Trump won. For the people who say Trump won last time, even if that were true, it was very close, right? I mean, it's, yeah. this was not a big election, no matter how you slice it. votes any way that you want to slice it. Both parties are starting with 20-ish states that they basically have in their you know, in their repertoire already, uh, it's going to be a real challenge no matter what. And again, I think that what Biden did last night was set the table for what his 2024 campaign will look like. Clay, I think you could say 2024 could be a Donnybrook. <laughs> I think that's fair. I like to use that one now, you know? That's a great I like one. to use that word. Thank you. Look, it wasn't long ago that I was buying a home and applying for a mortgage, only to find out that my online identity had actually been hijacked by somebody who had racked up charges of my name. It's a true story. Until I could get that solved and fixed, guess what? Had to put a hold on the whole mortgage situation. Thank goodness for the restoration experts at LifeLock. They know just how to help victims of identity theft. My own circumstances were pretty mild in comparison to the kind of stuff they encounter every day, but, man, it was still really annoying. Imagine you're me. 
LifeLock's online identity theft protection starts with them scanning the web, reviewing billions of transactions and new account openings every week. That's where they detect unusual amounts of activity for you that might suggest a problem. They alert you and determine if there's a problem in conjunction with you. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, they'll assign a restoration specialist like they did with me. It was such a time saver, so worthwhile. Made the problem go away, basically. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now. Save 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Head to LifeLock.com and use promo code B-U-C-K for 25% off. That's LifeLock.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, rolling through the Wednesday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you listening to us out there. Uh, We got Trump DeSantis ongoing battle. Buck, late last night, Donald Trump on Truth Social posted photos of Ron DeSantis, allegedly, from a time when DeSantis was teaching in a Georgia private school and supposedly was at parties with those high school students. This is 22, 23-year-old Ron DeSantis in these photos, allegedly. Uh, Trump has labeled Ron DeSantis as a groomer uh, on Truth Social. We told you it was going to get nasty between these two. Of course, DeSantis has not yet announced He was asked, DeSantis was, about these allegations from Trump. Here is what DeSantis said in that press availability today. I face defamatory stuff every single day I've been governor. 
it just goes with the territory. You've got to have a thick skin. It's also just practically speaking, I would not take time out of being governor to be fighting lawsuits. It's just not, not practical in terms of what we're doing. And I'd also just say this. I spend my time delivering results for the people of Florida and fighting against Joe Biden. That's how I spend my time. I don't spend my time trying to smear other Republicans. I think, look, uh, this is going to get very ugly. Um, Ron DeSantis as a teacher in a photo with students, which is the allegation here, that is no, there's nothing, there's nothing he's doing. It is just like, what, what, what is exactly, uh, you know, I, I guess he could, they, their claim could be that, you know, he could have called the cops if they were drinking beers. Uh, you know, as, it was as, a boarding uh, school. It's a photo. We don't know if it's real or not. Yeah. Um, and it was supposedly after the school yeah. year ended, like, but so he wasn't he wasn't policing their underage drinking. I mean, is that is that really because the the groomer allegation would be that there was some kind of sexual impropriety? There is zero evidence for that. Also, Just to say, there's zero evidence for that. What I would say here is, DeSantis eventually is going to have to decide and announce the the. I think the roadmap he may follow on this buck, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we come back. I think the person who has been most successful being attacked by Donald Trump and using it to his advantage in the entire Republican Party is Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. He won a landslide. He smoked everybody that Trump endorsed in Georgia. It sounds to me, and we'll talk about this when we come back, like DeSantis is embracing that game plan with his answer so far. Uh, business owners receiving tax refunds from the IRS and a little-known program. If your business has five or more employees made it through COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not a loan, no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. How do you get your business this refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. Their tax attorneys are specialists in a little-known payroll tax refund program. They do all the work, no charges up front, just share a percentage of the cash they get back with you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses. They can help you as well. Here's how you do it. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, Answer a few questions. Payroll tax refund only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. Here's the real State of the Union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Pretty good response from Trump there, State of the Union response. There was also Sarah uh, Huckabee Sanders, um, who, who gave the official uh, official GOP response, but that was Trump, kind of unofficial but still pretty official response to the State of the Union address. I- I'm seeing something uh, unfold here, Clay, where Trump, uh, Trump scripted, the official pol- Trump scripted on policy, I see it and I think to myself, 
on point, making the case. I like it. Trump off script attacks on other Republicans, uh, whether it's, you know, the Yunkin thing before the, uh, you know, before the midterm election. And, and now this this thing with DeSantis. Look, I don't care who it is. If I get the sense that someone's trying to Kavanaugh somebody by making you know allegations about sexual impropriety in their past that there's zero evidence for and it's just meant to smear, I despise that. I I get I get angry about that. And so look, maybe Trump is just, you know, he's throwing a little bit of a little bit of a kidney shot here at DeSantis, but uh play, playing super dirty on the right, I, I think that's gonna backfire. Yeah, I think there are a couple of things that stand out about it. One, Trump won in twenty sixteen by attacking and insulting his rivals, but he was the outsider. And it's a lot easier to attack as the outsider than as the president of the United States who's trying to become the president of the United States again. To me, Trump should be, and look, everybody's got different advice, but if I were advising Trump, I would say you should be the presidential guy. You should be the person saying, I'm going to be the nominee. I'm ready on day one. These other whippersnappers are not prepared like I am. I will kick Biden's ass in this election. That's the argument for Trump that I think plays. To me, DeSantis, on the flip side, like if you're the coach and you're the campaign advisor and you're looking at it, the person, and I hinted at this as we went to break, the person that has done the best job handling Trump in the entire Republican Party is Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp is won by almost eight points re-election against Stacey Abrams. Trump tried to get somebody to run against him. Brian Kemp beat that guy by 50 points. Right now, it wasn't now, even close. The Trump, uh, Trump supporters, I think, would say though, Clay, true in Georgia for sure. Yeah, but we're talking about a nationwide contest now, right? So but would that way, work the same way? Yeah, I think so. Sonny Perdue was Trump's handpicked uh, successor, right? Uh, in Georgia, which is a battleground state, what Brian Kemp said every time was, "He's mad at me. I'm not mad at him. I'm focused on trying to beat Stacey Abrams and be the best governor that I can in Georgia." To me, if I'm advising DeSantis, Trump, rise above it all. Don't go after him. You are the presumptive leader right now. You bring yourself down when you come on these attacks. If I'm DeSantis, I say, look, Trump's mad at me. I don't know why he's mad at me. That's his issue. I'm not mad at him. I want to focus on being governor of Florida, and I want to kick Joe Biden's ass. I think that's a compelling argument. Look, I agree with you, and I think that Trump as elder statesman and almost the his in my mind his his approach to this should be guys of course it's going to be me and i'm i'm the only one who can win and i'm not i'm not looking to to you know wound or destroy the next generation of republican leadership yeah. that will be no matter what necessary i'm looking to be the guy who can win this fight now against joe biden i'm the one you want in that ring i'm the one yep. you want to be doing it you know, the, to your point, 2016 was different. 2016 was Trump fight. He was the outsider fighting his way in. And yeah, he played, he played rough with people, but it's different when you've been president. It really is. It's different. It, it, it's not the same look. You're not the outsider breaking your way into the door the first time around. Uh, we've got a bunch of callers who want to weigh in on yep. this one. Eight, 800-282-2882. We've got David up in Wisconsin voted for Trump twice. David, what do you think? Yeah, I wanted to speak directly to Mr. Trump. I, if he's not listening, his people are. I voted for you twice. 
so did every one of my conservative friends. After this latest disgusting broadside that you've leveled at DeSantis, even if you are the GOP nominee going forward, under no circumstances will I vote for you. And that's a consensus among everyone that I speak to politically, all my friends. If you can't stand there like a man on your own record and run for the GOP nomination without destroying, like, like Buck said, the next generation coming up, then you, you're, you're disgusting in my book. It, it, wow. I'm done. I was well, never a never Trumper. Never okay, I David, never I appreciate the call. I, I do not vote at all. Because, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Buck and I have said this for a long time. Whoever the Republican nominee is in 2024, we're going to vote for. It's going to be a nasty, internecine family battle right now. But, David, in Superior, Wisconsin, Wisconsin's a swing state. What would you do if Trump and Biden were running against each other in 24? You're saying you wouldn't pull the lever for Trump? Oh, he's gone. gone. I mean, my my point would be, look, I understand if you get frustrated with either Trump or DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo or Mike Pence or whoever's running – I don't you, want it to get to the point where you're like, yeah. I won't support whoever the Republican nominee is. You, you express that frustration in my mind with your primary vote. Yes, that's how you express that frustration because we know what the you know we know what the stakes are here. We know what this Democrat Party is capable of. You saw what they were talking about last night. The the damage is just beginning with Joe Biden. If you give him four more years, remember, I keep saying it. It's not about Biden getting four more years. It is Democrat control. It is the system around. Ralph in Colorado also says he voted for Trump twice. Ralph, what are your thoughts? Well, Buck, first thing I want to say, you got the um, OSS here. I've been listening to you since day one. Clay, can I just say that's uh, when someone says OSS and uh, it's original Saturday squad because uh, I began a radio show. It was actually a stream um on saturdays for three hours and i started at zero and grew an audience from zero and people have been with me now for 12 years that's awesome yeah so that's what oss is it's also strategic services but yeah thank you sir so what are your thoughts ralph i appreciate you a lot well you know i voted for trump twice and this and you know since he's announced and the things that he said with you know the, the vaccine and the way he's attacking, you know, DeSantis, which I think is doing one heck of a job down there in Florida. Um, you know, I, I tend to not to want to vote for him. I'm, you know, if he becomes, you know, if he becomes, uh, you know, presumptive uh, nominee, I'm going to vote for him. But otherwise, I'm going to vote for. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it Ralph, sounds like he's frustrated. Yeah, yeah, Ralph, for you. What would you tell Trump? I, I thought that uh, the call from, uh, who did we just hear from? David in Wisconsin was interesting, because there are a lot of Trump people in the administration who listen um, on a day-to-day basis. What would you tell Trump that you would want to hear from him as he is running for 2024 that you're not hearing now? I, I want to hear what he had in 2016. I want him to hear the people. I want him to, you know, do what he did. In his, you know, presidency. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. Thank you for calling in. I mean, that's and uh, OSS Shields High. Um, I gotta say, uh, this is what I'm here. I, I haven't really heard anything else recent. Look, if there's somebody out there, and I want to be clear, we're taking calls as they come in here, and the lines are lit up usually the whole show on different yeah. issues. But we're just taking them as they're because we're racking and stacking right now. So you know i know this is contentious i know there are people with very different feelings in this audience and we want to we want to hear the different we want to give voice to you 
who have different opinions. You, our beloved audience, on this whole range of how you feel about the Trump DeSantis showdown, because it is going to happen. So with that in mind, Clay, why don't we 800-282-2882 is the lines. We'll come back here. We'll close it out. If we got somebody who feels like I don't care what Trump does, it can only be Trump. And that's how you feel. Let us know, because we're hearing from some people that obviously feel like the DeSantis attack, the most recent one. That's uh, that's not what they want to see from a person they voted for twice and, and gave really their their whole heart uh, in support of. From our friends at the Preborn Pregnancy Clinics, a true and sincere thank you for all your generous donations. Since we first started speaking of this group, you've been so supportive of the mission and you understand why you are the pro-life community. Your actions matter. You can save lives. Preborn is not a new organization, but the fight right now is new and rejuvenated to protect life. Preborn is an advocate of the unborn children in this nation. They offer care and compassion to pregnant mothers who are facing that very difficult decision because of all the influences in society and all the radical left organizations that are saying, oh, it's about convenience. Don't worry about that, baby. No, Preborn is here to create that connection between mother and baby so that she will bring that baby into this world. And the way they do this, the most effective single thing they can do is the gift of an ultrasound experience, totally free for that mother. Because most of the time, when a mother meets her unborn child via an ultrasound, she chooses life. To date, more than 200,000 babies have been born into this world. 200,000 over that number because of the experience of an ultrasound. And then the decision becomes so much easier for the mom to choose life because she knows that's a baby. Every day, about 150 children are born as a result of preborn's efforts. So please give real thought to making that donation today of $28, which is the cost of just one ultrasound, or a larger gift if you can afford to. Remember, it is tax deductible. So if you have the kind of money right now, I know times are tough, if you have the money to sponsor an ultrasound machine, that would be a game changer and save so many lives. So whatever you can give, please consider it today. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the word baby. That's pound 250 and just say the word baby. You'll be connected with somebody at Preborn right away. Remember, it's tax deductible. It's a tax deductible donation and you're saving lives. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, or I donate at the website because I find it very convenient. Preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K sponsored by Preborn. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Stay current with what Clay and Buck are saying on TV. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. We're going to be closing up shop here, and I'm going to be heading off to the South Pacific. So I'll be thinking of all of you, I promise. You got an early morning flight tomorrow. So when we sign off here in like 10 minutes, are you just going completely dark? You turning off the phone? Like, what's the plan here for the honeymoon? Um. There will be there will be some things in the podcast feed that we're recording, so those will go yep. out next week. So people should definitely look for those. Some great new interviews on the Clay and Buck podcast feed or the Buck Sexton show feed. But honestly, they're they're your list. Either one of them works now. We're we're using them as as ways to to share content with all of you. Um, I'm no tweeting. I'm 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 gonna go as I'm gonna go as off the Good grid as I can. So yeah. that's the move because I just find you know, man, I really don't like it when I get that that jolt of where's my phone. You know, when you have the where's my phone feeling, I got to try to. When get was that it, out by the way, that you went on vacation and ended up trending for the, was it Asheville or was it like, what was it's the. Funny you bring that up because that's why I have the no tweeting yeah. rule. It was Asheville. I was just walking around downtown Asheville and there were mask lunatics. I mean, there yep. were mask required stores still. This was like summer of 2022. Yeah. And this was late in the whole thing. Masks required. It's a beautiful summer. It was Fourth of July weekend. Well, and, you know, some, yeah. some, uh, like fitness influencer moron who was like, I can deadlift 300 pounds <laughs> and I wear a mask. I'm like, Oh, congr- congratulations, buddy. Uh, and you spent like, the yeah. whole 4th of July trending for your yeah. opinions. He like, was, he was sad. He was like, Oh, sorry. Somebody who's never done any interesting in their life. I'm like, I don't know. I was like in a couple of war zones, CIA. Now who's the biggest radio show in the country with my man, Clay Travis. Like, I think I've done a few interesting things. Um, but anyway, that trended nationally, like the Charlotte Observer wrote it up and turned into a whole thing. All I said, just to be clear, was, wow, there are a lot of people wearing masks here. I wasn't, I didn't like slam anybody. Uh, you know, it was like real, uh, real gentle stuff, but that's why no, cause then I was like fielding, you know, texts from people like, Oh, did you see this? And it turned into a, no, no Twitter while I'm gone. You don't that want to trend my, on the honeymoon. I do not want to trend on the honeymoon. Um, speaking of honeymoons, I'll be with my wife. It's fun to say, Carrie. Uh, we have another Carrie, though, in Port Ritchie, Florida, who called in to talk to us, Clay. Let's see what she has to say. What's going on? Great name. Hey, this is Carrie from Florida, and I love Trump. I voted for Trump twice. My whole house is decked out in Trump. 
my car, my, I have wardrobes, everything. I am a Trump-loving fool. But I also love my DeSantis. My DeSantis is the best governor in the world, in my opinion. And I just think Trump needs to get on board with DeSantis. Here in Florida, you can't go a mile down the road without seeing a bumper sticker that says Trump DeSantis. I mean, that is the dream team for us. And I just would hate to see Trump lose um, in the primaries Florida because he's fighting with DeSantis. They just need to get on board and work together. We need to take our country back. We need to beat these Democrats. We need to just, we got to fight with everything we got, and we don't need to be fighting against each other. I think there's a lot. Thank you for the call, Carrie. I think there's a lot of people who feel that way. And, um, you know, again, DeSantis is basically saying, I have not seen, tell me if, if, if I'm wrong, Buck, I have not seen DeSantis criticize Trump at all. I haven't seen him come out, certainly not insult him in, you know, kind of a, a really aggressive way. The closest thing I've seen was the comment when he said, hey, people of Florida chose to reelect me uh, and, and, you know, basically yeah. kind of pointing out and, that Trump wasn't reelected. And I'll also say in 2016, people went after Trump pretty aggressively. You know what I mean? Yeah. Republicans. They were yeah, saying oh, yeah, he was no a Bulgarian doubt. and he was, you know, f- you know, four wives or three wives or whatever. And, you know, pe- people were people were giving Trump the rough stuff, too. It was not a one way street. DeSantis hasn't done any of that. Yep. And, and uh, you know, using using the term groomer anywhere near Ron DeSantis, uh, that's that's just not going to fly. That's not it's just not OK. I don't know what else to say. It's just that's not going to work. Lindsay in Colorado, what you got for us? Lindsay, Lindsay you're on air. A few million people listening. Him. What's going on? Yep. What's that? You're on the radio show with millions listening. Oh, what are your hi, thoughts? I couldn't hear you. Um, I will not vote for Trump a third time. No way. I don't want him to get the nomination. It's time to go in a new direction. He is still living in the past. He has not changed. He has not learned one thing from what happened to him. And he's not the future of the party. And I think he needs, I don't want him to get the nomination. I mean, it's, you know, look, uh, can I ask our, our, thank our team? Call, yeah. our, thank you so much. Um, you know, Lindsay's got some passion there. Can I ask our team real quick, guys? Are we getting, because we're running out of time here. We were out of time, actually. Did we get a bunch of I'm Trump no matter what calls into, or was the, did we just rack and stack and this is what we had? They said no. This is that. Nobody we, Just to be in. clear with everybody, we played the calls in order as they came in there, and we played every one that we had that we had time for. So, uh, Clay, I mean, the people are speaking to us. Look, we're gonna. it's February. Uh, the Iowa caucus is January. We're going to have basically 10, 11 months, I think, yep. of Trump versus DeSantis. So people are going to get their opportunity to weigh in on what they think. And whether you like it or not, last year was midterm year. We're all on the same team. The primary is going to be nasty, and I think it's primarily going to be nasty between Trump and DeSantis. And so far, Buck, it looks like Trump is going after DeSantis way more than vice versa. Clay's in charge all next week. Everybody behave while I'm gone. See you soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.